are listening to the Elephant in the Room podcast with your host, Sutta Singh. Each week, we will bring you a diverse range of inspiring speakers on issues of inequality and inequity. You will hear stories about fairness, justice, belonging, and about best practice for creating a more inclusive workplace. So, if you are an individual or leader interested in a fairer, equitable, compassionate society and workplace, this podcast is for you. My guest on the Elephant in the Room podcast this week is Dina Nemirovich, co-founder of Detalion, home to the largest free, independent, open-source database of the Ukraine war. Dina holds senior-level position in a global management consulting firm and has been working out of the UAE since war hit Ukraine. Good afternoon, Dina. Thank you for being a guest on the Elephant in the Room podcast today. Good afternoon. I'm in Abu Dhabi and I can say good afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Could you give us a quick introduction to who you are and what you do? First of all, I'm Dina Nimirovich and I can say that apparently I'm in Abu Dhabi, but I'm from Ukraine because it's very important just to say I'm from Ukraine. I was born in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. I spent all my life in Kiev. I was graduated by Kiev Economic University. I gained my professional experience in various sphere, a lot of multinational companies, very famous like Ernst Young, Deloitte, but in Ukraine. You can see a lot of big Ukrainian companies, leaders of Ukrainian market, very famous, for example, in EU. I have three daughters and I would like to continue to live in Kiev, in Ukraine. I would like to grow my children. And so finally, why I would like to show this accent that I spent all my life in Ukraine. Because during the last year, starting from March 2022, I'm living in Abu Dhabi. I'm living in United Arabic Emirates. And only one reason. Because of the Russian-Ukrainian uh, war or Russian invasion, my preference to say Russian invasion, which started 24th of February 2022. And I decided to leave Ukraine after five days in shelter together with my daughter, 11-year-old daughter. And I decided because of the safety reason, together with my husband, is that we, unfortunately, we have to leave kids uh, now. By the way, my husband, he decided to join Ukrainian army. He's not military. Uh, he spent all his life like a manager, facility manager, but he decided to go to Ukrainian army. So as of now, I'm Dina Nimirovich. I'm living in Abu Dhabi together with my two daughters. My husband, he's a part of Ukrainian army. And I say that we are still Ukrainian and we still hope that Ukraine should win this war. Sorry for the introduction, but it's very important. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I cannot imagine how difficult it must be for all of you. It is a terrible, terrible situation. I mean, we do not like to be displaced from our comfort zone for a day or two. 
So I cannot really imagine the mental trauma that everyone is going through. Oh, one remark from me. Yeah, because, for example, if we come back to Dina Nimirovich before 24 February, I have a hobby. I'm open water swimmer. What yeah. does it mean? I have done a lot of, yes, I have done a lot of long distance swimming. Wow. It's more than, yeah, it's more than 10 kilometers. I'm a part of big Ukrainian swimming team. I took part in a lot of challengeable swimming marathons. But if you open my swimming map, what you can see, you can see Odessa, Kherson, Slavyansk. You can see a lot of famous cities, which a lot of people know, but before the war. Yeah. Mm, Odessa, maybe yes, but it's very interesting that our Ukrainian cities started to be famous because of this awful situation. But when I decided to think, what's happened with my lovely places, with my lovely swimming places? It's awful because. Kherson, you know, yes, it's a big damage. So if I would like to talk about my hobby, unfortunately, I should think about this like uh, damage about the war again. So, yeah, so I decided to share this like, no. remarkable. I continue to swim in yeah. Emirates, yes, because I hope that I will be back. And it's like my dream, real dream, to start to swim in Ukraine. Because it would be like a real situation. If you can swim, what does it mean? That Ukraine will be very good, very quiet place for all of people. And we think that maybe we can organize some international competition. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely true that the cities of Ukraine... They became more famous after the war. That's so unfortunate. But moving on to the next question, Dina. The conflict in Ukraine started over a year ago. People across the world are impressed with the bravery and resilience of the people of Ukraine who have rallied back to fight. Nobody expected mm-hmm. that you know they would be able to hold up. And when it started, no one expected it to go for this length of time. Now it looks like yeah. it's never ending. You've spoken a bit about the impact on you and your family. How has this displacement, you have moved to Abu Dhabi, your husband has joined the Ukrainian army. So life as you know it as a family has totally changed. Yes, it's totally changed. And I would like to just to continue this phrase, totally changed. And the second one, it's very difficult to plan Next year, for example, it's very difficult because it's impossible. And maybe the biggest challenge for me, because if you come back to my background, my financing background, I spent a lot of years in audit and planning because strategy planning. I like planning for my personal life as well. But what I can do now, I can plan on the next month maximum. For example, I have recognized a new issue because I have three daughters, so I have a big family. (laughs) But additionally, I have a very big dog. And what I have to do, yes, I have Labrador. He's a very big dog. 
And what I have to do immediately, I have to find opportunity how I can transfer my dog from Kiev to Abu Dhabi. So what does it mean? It's like a real example of our real life. Every day we have a new issue which could be related to your, let's say, Ukrainian life. I'm living like in two different places in one time. So actually, I'm living in Abu Dhabi. I'm working in management consulting. But actually, I'm Ukrainian woman. I have a lot of friends, a lot of relatives. I have my dog. I have my husband. And so I'm in Ukraine. My hope with Ukraine, my head in Ukraine. I have a lot of issues which should be resolved. I should help to a lot of people because of the situation, because of this crisis, because of a lot of problems. So my just like first conclusion that, Dina, you cannot plan anything for a long term. Long term, it means that more than one, two months. You should be ready to change your life immediately after receiving of any new information from Ukraine. And yes, you should be ready to be so flexible to change your life, your country tomorrow. It's absolutely one of the biggest challenge in our personal life because I have a lot of friends, mainly I'm talking about Ukrainian women, and we are living in different countries, Canada, Sweden, a lot of EU countries with our kids. But we are ready to change our lives today, just after this interview. So I'm ready for any changes after this year. I mean, the uncertainty is like horrible. You can never have that settled feeling that you're comfortable. That's not possible at all. I can't even think about it. Dina, tell us, so you've been doing a lot of work towards supporting people in Ukraine. Tell us a bit about the Italian and what is your vision for it? Yeah, thank you for this question because really I would like to tell more about the Italian. If we come back to my story when, unfortunately, I decided to leave my home country. And at the same time, I decided that I have to find my way to struggle. It was very important for me after five days of starting the war, what I can do. Yes, I should provide safety for my kids, but from another hand, I would like to find my way. And I have found very interesting request in Facebook. For example, who would like to be part of volunteers project? If you have analytical skills, please join us. I decided to put like plus, you know, in like yeah, yeah. in comments. Yes. And after three days, very interesting volunteers project, the Talion, they just gave me a message that please join us. What does it mean, the Talion? We are talking about data plus battalion. So we are talking about like a real unit which can struggle using data. I can say the biggest database of photo video, witnesses of Ukrainian war. The biggest, we don't know because it's difficult to compare. And 
but we sure uh, the Talion team that we are the biggest open database. Mainly we are talking about photo and video, and you can see each day of Russian invasion in Ukraine starting from 24th of February. You can find this content per each day. We are talking 406 days. It means that you can find 406 days content, which consists of information like a photo, video, interview. And why we decided to do this one year ago, let's say different reasons. First, we decided that after one week of Russian invasion, we have recognized that it's very important to provide a lot of information like photo and video to different media because it's difficult for them just to have like immediate presence in Ukraine. So at least we decided to start from free of charge, like access to database. And first three months, it was very important for a lot of journalists, media to open, to find pictures, like videos, as I said, interviews, and to use this material for their articles. And we decided that it would be a very good way to say real, true stories about what is going on in Ukraine. And the second issue is that it would be very important to demonstrate how we can see this situation, because it's a pictures from us. It's a photo video from us. In my we decided to add witness database. Because we received a lot of requests from media, again, that, guys, can you provide us some contacts of people who can tell their stories? And we decided that it would be a very good idea just to compile this witness database to be ready to provide the stories to different medias. And it would be very important to understand who can speak English, who can speak German, who could speak any other languages. As of now, we have more than 150 witnesses. They are ready to speak, and we just documented each story. We have, like, a video, and from one side, any of journalists can use the story. From another side, we started to think about future. After three, five years, I'm sure we will be winner in this world. But it would be very important to start to think about current situation again from history point of view. Because I think that when we started to be a winner, the next step will be we should tell to all of people that, guys, it's impossible to see this awful situation in any country. So what does it mean? Please use our archive. I'm talking about archive now, starting from database to archive, to history archive. Use our archive for the purposes to say we don't want to see the same situation in any country in the world. So using my consulting cloud, which what I can say, that we have changed our mission. We have started from we would like to provide access 
to real stories. Currently, we think that we would like to have enough documents for future archive or maybe for future museum, digital museum. But anyway, so we have two different missions now because we are still very important for all people who would like to use our materials and to prepare stories and to use our materials, for example, video for films makers. And so important because we can assist them. For example, if you have like the following request, Data Leon, can you assist me in relation to May 2022 materials, in relation to Butcher materials, in relation to Mikalife April 2022 materials? So finally, my personal view, we are ready to give real trust stories and true stories about the biggest current war. Yeah, that's amazing that you were able to think of this during your darkest time, because it is indeed very, very important to capture these things for posterity. So that you can tell them, you have proof and you have these stories which are not made up stories, but real lived experiences. So what have been the biggest challenges? It must be easy to run something like Italian while all of you are spread across the world in different and difficult circumstances. What have been the challenges of running something like this? I can't imagine it's easy. Yes, really, it's difficult, but I would like to switch on to challenges. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. The biggest challenge, I think that I'm talking about real volunteers organization. So what does it mean? We can rely only on two S's, our time and our skills. For example, it's interesting statistic which I can use to show what does it mean volunteers organization and the biggest challenge. If you ask me how many volunteers do you have, my true answer will be like approximately 200. But how many volunteers do you have in your team now? My true answer will be 60. What does it mean? That a lot of people spend their time during this one year but unfortunately, it was impossible to keep fixed team every day. Because we are talking about mainly women with kids who left Ukraine because of safety reason. And regarding of the situation of us, we decided to invest any spare time, sometimes night time, to help Ukraine to win. Through using your time for the Teleon. For example, we have done a lot of, let's say, mini projects, and it was very popular. As, for example, you can be a part of our volunteers team for one, two, three months just to do this project. And unfortunately, leave us after like your investment. So the biggest challenge, our people, it's impossible to rely like on our team every day. We rely on Ukrainian people who continue to invest their time 
And every day we should think about new volunteers. Every day we should think how we can find them. After one year, really, it's very difficult because of, you know, financial situation. After one year, a lot of people, they lost their work. A lot of people, unfortunately, out of Ukraine, and it's difficult to find like a real acceptable work. And so what does it mean? The biggest issue, be ready to promote your project every day for two purposes, just to find new users and to realize your mission to tell more about Ukraine. And the second one, just to ask people to join you. Yeah, I can imagine that you cannot have a fixed number of people and teams or the same people who are continuing to work through the time. I think it's just great that all of these people, all of you are stretching yourself and finding the time somewhere in your daily lives to do this, which is really, really commendable. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we met last year at the Eco Summit in Dubai. And since then, we've been talking about collaborating to capture and bring alive stories about the impact of the conflict on women. You've been speaking about it for some time now. In a way, there's a synergy with what you're already doing with the Italian, right? Yes. So we've been planning podcast. And would you like to share a bit more of your thoughts on this? Yeah, thank you for the question. Really, starting from maybe October, November. By the way, we have like a few people, like main co-founders. When we're talking about 16, we're talking about a few people, like main co-founders, and we are responsible for everyday activities, and we are responsible for strategy. We can use this word for detail on. So we decided to think that women and war topic will be very important because we would like to demonstrate like Ukrainian woman role, like profile, and how we can continue to grow up our kids at the same time, how we can struggle against Russians. And what we started to do, really, we started to propose our materials and our team for different events and it was done let's say a lot of presentations and participation in different events out of Ukraine and to tell like a real story about Detailion by the way we have internal statistic and this is a real project which driven by women we have 85% of our core team we are talking about let's say like women team but if we are talking about volunteers team, it's approximately 90% we are talking about women's team. For example, in my case, I have received the invitation to be a main speaker in my company because diversity issue and women leadership one of the biggest issue in this country. And I'm working in a big international company. It's very important for them to see leadership from women. Yeah. And they asked me to prepare this presentation and to tell this real story for business women 
it was very important to hear the story. And because it's like a real demonstration that you will be very powerful. Yeah. You as a woman, you will be very powerful. And you can do all things together. You can continue to grow your kids. You can find a new job. But it's very important. You could be and you could invest your time and, for example, in really very important things which could change the world. Because after a lot of years, it would be big recognition that current time and Ukrainians, really, we are changing the world. Because we would like to demonstrate that it's impossible to live and in such situation and we should combine our efforts around Ukraine and we should be a winner. And it would be a big change in the world, I believe, after our real win. So finally, we come back to this topic. Really, we have very good coverage from different media. If you put just the Talion women team, it would be a lot of references to articles about us. And very interesting because we have very young women and they participated in different events with their stories because approximately 40% of our team currently, they are living in Ukraine. And really, it would be very important if you would like to know how women leadership can change situation. And for example, we come back to my presentation for a lot of women from different countries in my company. It was a very, like a real, not big surprise, but it was a very challengeable story. You should use your leadership and you can do a lot of things, especially if you can combine your efforts. So it's like a really women efforts, which you can combine and which you can use as one team can change all things. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, of course, there is the partnership that we are looking at where we are going to try and put together a series of podcasts that will be stories of how the war is impacting women and what they're doing, continue to lead and live their lives and look after their families every single day. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know, when we talk about war and I've spoken about trauma, mental health, the difficulties, the uncertainty, how are you and the team managing to stay sort of focused and determined? Like you said, you're beginning to think of the future and plan for the future. How do you maintain in all of this uncertainty? How do you all, all pull together, so to speak? Do remember my statistics that if you ask me about how many volunteers do I have, I can say that more than 200, yes, and currently we have 60. First of all, it's a very difficult time for all of us. And the second one, sometimes it's very difficult to see this contact every day. I remember my March 2022, I started to work in the daily honest analyst. And every day you should review all pictures and you should pick up the main pictures for your database and after one month it was very difficult for me because it was a lot of 
this terrible, like, let's say, information, terrible pictures, terrible videos. Anyway, through our database, what we would like, we would like to tell the truth about this Russia's war in Ukraine. And from one side, I can feel this, like, I cannot continue. It's very difficult for me. I can stop or I can take a break. From another side, I think, okay, but who can do this one? Maybe my friends, yes, but what kind of input would be from me if I would like to struggle? So our stories, our database, our like real video, we can demonstrate how strong and how like resilient Ukrainian people and how we can continue to struggle. And additionally, for example, in Abu Dhabi, I have received a lot of requests from Abu Dhabi Ukrainian group. We have this like in our network. And it was a very big surprise to understand that they know about Italian. Okay, I understand it's like we're talking about Ukrainians. It means that maybe our voice would be important. Anyway, I work in a big international company. And after my story and after my speech, the company decided to put like a, a real article about Italian for internal usage. What does it mean? Yeah. It means that our story is like really very important. But it, it, I'm talking about reality and we are talking about importance of our voice, importance of what we are doing. Or, for example, we have a lot of recognition in UK. And I can say thank you for my co-founder, Natalia. Uh, she's living in UK now. And I see a lot of interviews, a lot of events, and it's very important for us. It's important that UK people, for example, really, they gave us a big recognition, appreciation of what we are doing. If they are ready to put our stories on TV, on media, and a lot of really events requests which we received during the last six months. Additionally, we have, for example, U.S. team, U.S. volunteers team, U.S. women volunteers team, and using our stories, using our contact, what they can do. For example, during the last six months, they organized two or three exhibitions with pictures from our database. And it was a big recognition again, and it's important. And finally, what we would like, yes, we would like to just not to be more recognized, but maybe we would like to promote our database just only for one purpose. Dear people, dear friends, dear colleagues from different countries, please use our database if you would like to know real situation in Ukraine, if you would like to see how we Ukrainians can see this situation. So I'm talking about my eyes, yes? Yeah. So please open database, spend 5, 10, 15 minutes, go through the different pictures, take one picture from March 2022, from June 2022, from January 2023, 
And through this database, we would like to put our feeling of the situation. So please use it for your personal purposes, not just for media coverage. Please use it for your personal purposes. And if I think that it would be every day when I have a chance to tell my story, if I have a chance just to open internet and to show the Teleon database, I'm ready to do this. What is your real goal? I think that our real goal to be ready to show real Ukraine every day until our win and maybe two, three years after when it would be a time to rebuild Ukraine. Yes, you've answered something that was in my last question about a call to action for people from across the world. You know, two or three things that people can do to support. One, you've already mentioned that, you know, they should open the website and they should go there and see it and use that information over there. Are there any other things that you would like people to do and to provide support to you with? Yeah, thank you for this question and thank you for really my main answer. Yes, please use real information about situation in Ukraine for different purposes. And, but the main purpose to support us to win. We are ready to win, but we need more weapons. Yes, we need more financial aid, maybe, uh, because we need for more trust to our business as well. Yes, very important. A few words about last one. Please continue to work with Ukrainian business if you have this opportunity. Please continue to provide some, let's say, ideas to use some opportunities to work with our companies. And you see, really, in regarding of situation, our Ukrainian business will continue to survive. Why it's so important for us? Because a few words, we have started a new direction. A few months ago, we just opened a business witness database. And you can see this information on our site. It's eight stories about big damage on Ukrainian business. But anyway, each story you can open and you can see that each story I'm talking about, not only about damage, we are talking about real surviving cases when our people, our business people, they would like to rebuild Ukraine and they continue to work every day and they continue to develop their business. So use real true facts about us, about Ukrainian situation. Support us because we need for more weapon and Please work with us, work with Ukrainian business, support Ukrainian business, because it would be very important for Ukrainians. It would be very important to rebuild one of the biggest country on the territory of EU. Thank you so much, Dina. Thank you for engaging in this difficult conversation. It's not easy to speak about these things. Absolutely. And I look forward to supporting you and supporting the Italian and seeing how we can continue to make the voices that deserve to be heard, heard, and at least capture the stories for perpetuity. Yes, thank you very much for this opportunity. As I said, I'm ready to use every opportunity to speak about Ukraine. 
it's very difficult for me, my first experience, to be honest. I mean, very emotional. But anyway, just like maybe I'm ready to repeat again. Please use any database with real Ukrainian true stories. Please use our database. Please use real facts in your daily life if you would like to know more about Ukraine and if you would like to help us, if you would like to assist us. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us this week on the Elephant in the Room podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on any of your favorite platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And if you enjoyed listening to the podcast today, don't forget to write a review and tell your friends. Sign up on the link in the show notes to receive updates on our guest speakers, blogs and events. And don't forget to tune in every Thursday for new episodes.